Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe it, Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. NASCAR. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9920. 23 and enter the pin 287-723-4600 followed by the pound key twice and now your hosts chris devon perry lester sean platts robert herrick and bill sparks he's with us as well so uh we are all here it is tuesday uh, we welcome you into the show. We have a lot going on on the show today, so Chris, go ahead. Okay, well, it's not as crazy as last week. My goodness, this, that was uh, crazy stuff. But we still have basically the same uh, topics that we had, just a little bit slower and a little bit more uh, organized, and we'll be able to get into them a little bit deeper, I think. We have our panel uh, discussions, and then we have college basketball, baseball, the NFL, the NBA, and NHL, and NASCAR and golf, Sean is going to actually take care of because the worlds of NASCAR and golf are converging in the, in the Austin area this coming well, Robert week. May so. have, Robert may have to help me with the NASCAR game because I did lose who lost that, who won that, so you may need to jump in on the NASCAR. And I'll, okay. Oh, I'll I, can, I, can do, I can do that. Yeah. William Byron. Okay. William yeah. Byron. Well, and by anyway. the way, uh, but what number show, Chris? This show, Robert, is number 187, and it is March 22nd, 2022. And uh, so I'll start with my, with my panel, and, you know, <laughs> nobody loses here anymore. We, just, we got the Red Sox. So, well, the last I heard, they were ahead in their sixth preseason game, you know, exhibition. They're 5-0. and The Celtics just came back from a 4-0 road trip. The Bruins are playing great hockey, and we'll get into the standings. But they're now in a battle for second place in that division. They've, they've really gotten right up in the middle of everything, and the Celtics are too. But – The big story to me is Providence College, because I am a Providence College fan. Now, part of the reason I became a Providence College fan earlier was because they were available, like Rick became a Giants fan. They were on WPRO, both radio and TV, on Channel 12 with PRO TV and and WPRO radio at 630. They had a good signal where I grew up uh, during the day. At night, it would drop down, but sometimes I could get it at night. But they simulcast on TV. And when Chris Clark, who was the guy that did those games, did it, he did it like you sign, like you're supposed to. He did it like for the radio audience. He'd work by himself. You know, he he did the games. Uh, I got started interested in them in the early '60s. You know, they won the NIT in '61. I heard the end of that game. Heard them win the NIT in '63. They had good NCAA runs. Uh, you know, they had great coaches: Joe Mullaney, Dave Gavitt, of course, who founded the Big East. Uh, Rick Pitino, of course. Then they had uh, Rick Barnes, Pete Gillen, and now Ed Cooley. Uh, they went to the Elite Eight in, uh, you know, 65. They went to the Final Four in 73 and 87, went to the Elite Eight in 97. And now they're in the Sweet 16 for the first time since that run in, you know, 25 years ago. And nicely enough, not on Thursday, but on Saturday evening, they streamed on WPRO. I didn't think they would, but you always have to keep checking when you know a station could be on it uh, somewhere. They just might be, and they were, and that was wonderful. 
So I got to hear that blowout win of uh, over Richmond, and on they go to play Kansas. We'll be talking about those games. We'll run down the schedule for you later and everything when we get into college basketball. But I am really excited about the Friars and all the teams. But, you know, the Friars are in the Sweet 16. That's pretty cool. And here is Rick Swan. Hello. Uh, another crazy week in the NFL, and this Friday came down with the Deshaun Watson trade, and this, this, this is I don't understand. I mean, I don't, not that I don't understand, but I'm I'm kind of torn on this whole situation. I can't figure out. He's got 22 women claiming that he did something wrong, which you got to think there's 22 of them. He must have done something. But then you get the grand jury, and they always say that you know on a grand jury, it's only the prosecution that that presents evidence. So they always say you you can indict a ham sandwich over the grand jury, and they didn't indict him. So it's I don't know which way to go on this. It's crazy, but I do know that he's made out <laughs> great in this whole situation. He ended up playing all last year and getting—I mean, not playing last year, but getting paid for the whole year. Now he's got a new contract, two hundred and thirty million dollars, all of all it guaranteed. guaranteed. Yeah. yeah, which all is crazy. And he's even yep. he's even set him up set himself up for if he like everybody expects some kind of suspension this year because his first year the forty six million forty five million of it is a signing bonus so he's only actually making one million this year and that's all they can grab but and, you know if he gets six game suspension it, it's six seventeenths of a million dollars that's all he's losing so I, so like I say I don't know but I know he's made out real well here uh, a couple other things Tampa Tampa Bay has started selling their season tickets this year and they're only selling two year season tickets. <laughs> and I and I guess it's because maybe they saw a dive when Brady retired. Now he's coming back, and they want to have people still in there. You know, if, if, after this year, when Brady probably does something else next year. Um, and they're also the tickets they're selling in the lower bowl. You have to have a Florida's driver's license to buy them. I guess this is a way to try to get avoid out of state people buying them up and then selling them off. It's it's, it's yeah. a weird policy. Yeah. And then one other thing, this this arms race in the AFC West is crazy. Oh my um, god! You know, you know, going after last week, I thought it was you know it was something, but now the Raiders are they're right there too, and it's you know I've always been a huge uh, Pat Mahomes fan, and I you know, the last three or four years I've picked Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Um, now last year when we made our picks in the NFC West, I said. I picked the other three teams besides Seattle to make the playoffs. I said I almost wanted to pick Seattle, but you really four teams can't make the playoffs because you're playing each other. You're not going to have the record. But these four teams in the AFC West this year are good enough. You have good enough to do that, and I they still wouldn't pick them because, it, like you say, the record you can't do it. But you know, I I right. It's a long way before the season starts, but right now I could make an argument that the Chiefs are the worst team in that division, and that's crazy talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's all I have, Perry. Well, first, our thoughts and, and prayers go out to the people in Texas and along the, that area getting hit by the storms. Obviously, you know, kudos to them. Uh, come back and um, all that. All the good vibes go out to them. College basketball, we we have uh, two six Sweet 16 teams in Iowa. Uh, Iowa State women, you maybe thought that. Um, Iowa State men, nobody in their right mind would have told you the Iowa State men are going to the Sweet 16, but indeed they are. Uh, they beat Wisconsin the other night, so basketball in Iowa lives. Um, I think we all thought we would have a Sweet 16 team, but not Iowa State. I think most people thought it was going to be Iowa, and uh, a lot of brackets, when, when Richmond beat Iowa, a lot of brackets went up in dust there, and then of course uh, St. Peter's beat Kentucky, and even more brackets went, went out. The, there went a lot of them out the window because a lot of people had Iowa and Kentucky both in the Sweet 16. But uh, what was it, it is after that up 
after that upset, you know, uh, out of 17 million brackets, there were only 170, 161 people that still had a perfect record. Yeah, and then I thought on Friday, I heard it was after some of those games, it was down to 122. So uh, we'll see going into this weekend. But uh, it is raining here today and uh, really wet outside. So good day to be inside and talking sports. Bill, I'll bet it's not raining there, but doesn't it rain in Florida every afternoon? Well, yeah. it does, but you have to be in a certain season, and that usually starts after May first. Between May and November is when yeah, I was there. That's right. Season. That's when it did it for me. Yeah, and so, but we're focused on Indiana sports right now. Of course, Indiana Hoosiers went out quickly, swiftly, and St. Mary's just crushed them. And so, then they got beat pretty handily. Right. Yeah, UCLA took care of them. But it, some of these things make no sense. Indiana could have come within an eyelash of beating Iowa, and then Iowa, you know, gets their comeuppance, and then Purdue, well, you know, they didn't play as well as you know, as um, Indiana did against Iowa. So just go figure. You just never know. I think part of it, though, Bill, is is one thing that could have gotten Iowa, and obviously I'm not making any excuses for Iowa. They didn't play well. When you play four days in a row, though, and win a tournament, you're clearly tired, you know, and that – they didn't have a lot of recovery time from that. No. Yeah. yeah. But that happened with a lot of the other teams, too. It did. So you got to put on your big boy pants and just deal. Uh, with it, The other thing is we finally got a quarterback. I kind of thought I wanted, to, uh, you know, Winston, but, but we have what it is, and that's, um, you know, Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. Matt Ryan. And... Yeah. Do you think who else would have picked up Matt Ryan if the Colts hadn't? I, I think, well, I, I think a lot of teams would have picked up Matt yeah, Ryan. Yeah, the, the Falcons said that they had a lot of suitors that, that were interested. So if yeah. it wouldn't have been the Colts, it would have Especially been Especially in the NFC because the quarterbacks are pretty thin over there. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, Matt Ryan's a good quarterback. Them, but they're not going to trade him in, in the same division. Right. No, Matt Ryan's a good quarterback. He went to B.C. and, uh, you know, he, he had B.C. right up. That's the last time they were nationally prominent, you know, ACC championship games and all that stuff. And, and uh, you know, he's a good quarterback. He's been around for a long time. But he's, you know, he's not Brady. He's not Rodgers. But he's when, when you would talk quarterbacks five, six years ago, he would be somebody you'd say the six or eight, somewhere in that uh, echelon. You know, he'd be in the top ten. And he's not had much around him the last couple of years. The whole Atlanta franchise has gone backwards. He took a team to the Super Bowl. He got them to a 28-3 to lead. It was not his fault that they lost the game. I mean, they just, you know, uh, stopped, uh, stopped playing on defense. And, uh, you know, so uh, Matt Ryan's a good quarterback. You're a lot better off than you were a couple weeks ago, that's for sure. Yeah, and I'm sure Washington wished they knew he was available before they traded for wins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and so we just continue to go on. And then um, I I like the pickup of the Vegas team. I like that, that they got the um, wide receiver from Green Bay. Yep. Yeah. And yep. 
He was supposed to be tied to the hip with. Yeah, that's uh, a strange. We'll be talking about that. That was a little yeah. strange. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going to go. I'm definitely going to go that. Yeah, there's yep. some strange stuff that uh, happened in both baseball and football that you're like, well, why yep. did this happen? <laughs> and that yeah. was one of them. Well, speaking of which, when the Reds did all that selling off last week and tried to deny it, said we're not rebuilding, I think the owner is really shaken, and I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't sell or walk away or something because... Don't the Reds get sold about every five years, though? I mean, it seems well, like I can remember many, many different owners for the Reds over the years. And, you know, well, I, was like, somebody, I was somebody by the A's. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Selling off players. Selling yeah. off players. So, well, yeah, no, but... Well, yeah. So what I would get, want to know, though, Robert, if you could hit this at some point, is why then were the players uh, trying to negotiate, and they did, negotiated the A's back into revenue share. Yeah, that's I, ridiculous. Uh, I, I've got a lot to go into uh, this week uh, uh, when we get to baseball and football. So Okay. All right. All right. Well, well, maybe we better get to uh, to uh, you, actually, for your panel discussion. Yeah. Well, as I said, I'm going to come, when we get to baseball, I'm going to cover the A's situation. And, Perry, I'll try to answer your question. I don't know if I can come up with a good answer, but I'll try. Um, but... Um, uh, no, uh, my my baseball team is getting rid of people left and right, and everybody that left so far, except for Chris Bassett, they've all got contract extensions, and I expect a few more people to leave before the season even starts. Um, but in in my area today, uh, you wouldn't believe it. It's ninety degrees here Ooh, on, March tw- on March twenty second. Uh, this is uh, this is California. We're supposed to be. 50s, 60s this time of year, rain, uh, and we're having a 90-degree day here. Uh, so our drought is going to continue. We don't have nearly enough water. We didn't get, we didn't have hardly any kind of rain or snow at all in the mountains. Uh, this is going to be a disastrous summer. Um, and uh, I'll help you out, Sean, so you don't have to do this. William Byron won the NASCAR race. That's and, uh, great. And they go to Austin this week, and Sean can talk about that. So uh, that's about it for me. I mean, I've got a lot to talk about with my football team, baseball team, and I'll get to those when we get to those. Okay. So, Sean, it's right, up well, to you. All right. Well, yes, we survived the tornadoes. There were about there was one about three or four miles from us, another one about 10 miles east of us. Uh, except the one, my wife drives by there on Sundays a lot. You know, so, and, and of course, it was... Just uh, about a little bit of rain for about 20 minutes here, and it was clear. And then it came down again about 10 o'clock at night, but we survived. Everybody, uh, there were no deaths, no deaths, which is amazing, but a few businesses were damaged, a lot of houses, uh, you know, that. But this week, Austin is kind of the center of the sports universe. Yes, we have the Texas Grand Prix uh, for NASCAR at the Formula One track, Circuit of the Americas, so they do left and right turns on Sunday. (laughs) So, yeah, they do left and right. They're going to have to redesign the cars, aren't they, so they could do that? And that'll be be 3.30 Eastern on Sunday on Fox for anybody. Yeah, and then also it's the World Golf Championship, the Dell Match Play, which is kind of an interesting little deal that they do. They take the top 64 golfers in the world, or they take 64. You know, sometimes if one misses, they'll start going down the rankings. And they bring them here, and they put them in 16 groups of four. And so Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you do a round robin against each one in your group. 
And then the 16 winners play Saturday morning. Then it goes down to the round of the quarterfinals Saturday afternoon and then the semifinal Sunday morning and then the finals on Sunday evening. So it's kind of a March Madness type deal with, with golf. And this is, well, they didn't have it in 20, obviously. It got canceled, but it came back last year, and they're really looking forward to it. So I don't know if NASCAR and golf have ever been in the same city. I can't remember the last time that's happened the same week. Unusual. No. I, sure. I, don't, yeah, think, happen, I don't think that's happened in quite a while. So. Yeah, but of course. And if you have any thoughts, you can contact us throughout the week, 773-572-7715 or 800-693-0595, option number two, sports lounge at allthingsradio.net. So let's get on in. And, and, of course, and just real quick, Sean, no no uh, Bill Perry and friends tomorrow. No Bill Perry and friends tomorrow. We were all, uh, everybody has stuff to do. So I'm friend, at the doctor's if you're a office. friend, find, <laughs> yeah. find something to do, friends. Come on. <laughs> get a life. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to get started with college basketball. I've got Sean uh, lined up very nicely. Put it out there yesterday uh, with the with the times by region. So it's not chronological. It's by region. So you'll see. Now, while all these other things are in Austin, not far away is San Antonio, and they're going to have the uh, South region too. We need to say that that'll be on Thursday. But first, the first games to start will be in the West region. That'll be in San Francisco, Arkansas, and Gonzaga at seven o nine p.m. And then at 9.39 p.m., we have uh, Texas Tech and Duke. Will it be Mike Krzyzewski's last game? He got a scare from Michigan State, but he, they hung on. on uh, In San Antonio Thursday night, uh, Michigan and Villanova, 7.29, the rematch of, what, the 2018, I think, championship game? Something like that. And uh, then at Houston and Arizona at 9.59. So you have these staggered starts, so you can always see the end of the game. And these will be on the four networks, you know, so you'll be able to oh, two. go there. Two. two, great. Yeah, yeah, TBS two, and uh, uh, TBS, is that what it is? Yeah, San Francisco was on CBS. San Antonio is on TBS. So the okay. early the early starts go CBS, and then they end with TBS. Okay. Right. Then on Friday in Philadelphia in the east, we have uh, – we have, uh, let's see, who is this against uh, Purdue? Who, I wrote this down. Right? Uh, oh, St. Peter's. That's why I didn't even recognize it because I never see it. St. Peter's against Purdue. The real, there is your Cinderella team of this year. That is yeah. for sure, St. Peter's. And then we have at uh, at uh, NC State and UCLA, NC, North Carolina and UCLA at 939. They've, I'm sure, played many NCAA games. I know they played one of the championship games in like about 69 and, or so. So they're big tradition, uh, traditional part of and those are there. And Philadelphia CBS also. And in the Midwest, which is Chicago, which is, uh, uh, T, what is it, TNT, did you say? TBS. 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 On uh, the first game is Providence at Kansas at 729, the four and the one seed. And then Iowa State and Miami at uh, 959. So there you go. So Sean also gave us a conference uh, rundown for the Sweet 16. For, so we have uh, three from the Big 12 three from the ACC, two from the Big Ten, two from the Big East, and uh, was the Pac-12 has two, Pac-12 has two, and then the America has one, the SEC has one, the West Coast has one, and the Metro has one. So there you go. So if anybody wants to talk about these games, I think there's some really good games here. I'm, of course, as I said earlier, looking forward to that Providence-Kansas game. Providence could give them a hard time. They're a tough team. They're a big team. And I know Providence might, I mean, Kansas might be a little quicker, but Providence is all older. There's a lot of grad, you know, people came in, transferred in to play with the team. And 
Uh, they've been uh, really good against good teams all year. They've gotten blown out a couple times. When they lose, they tend to get blown out unless they're playing Villanova. Those are the close losses they've had. Other than that, they've been blown out. But Kansas, uh, I don't know much about them. So you guys, they're not they're them. not a young team either, Chris. They're oh, older too. Uh-huh. So that yeah, shouldn't okay. be a, that shouldn't be a factor. But um, well, Kansas Kansas is they're pretty good. I mean, Providence is going to have to and, play their play up yeah. to their potential to win the game. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing you're seeing this year. A lot of teams, a lot of these players came back because they had, you know, you still have some players the COVID year. Plus now some players, maybe this, they knew name, image, and likeness was coming. So they thought, you know, hey, do I want to go play it set on the bench in the G League or do I want to make right. some money? And you've already started the last few years. Like, look, Villanova, when they won their championships, they were a veteran team. I mean, the one and dones were dominant early on like to your Kentucky and some of these others, but you're starting to see more of these veteran teams. And that's why you're seeing, you're seeing, an, I mean, Michigan at 11 C, the worst record of an at-large team in the tournament. And they made the sweet 16. And ironically, they're playing Villanova. In, and then yesterday, the Villanova and Michigan played in the women's tournament. So I don't know if that's happened too often where the same two teams <laughs> played now different rounds, but I'll tell you, and St. Peter's, the third, the third uh, 15 seed to make the Sweet 16. What was it? You had Florida Gulf Coast back in 2011, and you had, uh, I think it was 2011, yeah. And then uh, Oral Roberts did it last year and now with St. Peter's. But, I mean, and that that region, North Carolina is an eight seed. UCLA's a four, Purdue's a three, and St. Peter's a 15. That's yeah. an interesting West. I think there's only one region that has the top four, and that's the uh, – I think it's Gonzaga, Duke, Texas Tech, and Arkansas. That's the only yeah. one with your top four seeds left. And so, Perry, what do you think of uh, uh, Miami and Iowa State? Uh, uh, Iowa State, I know well, that's a surprising. that's a ten and eleven seed, and I mean TJ yeah. Otzelberger has been very honest about it. He said we're not going to win any games of beauty. So he said we have to ugly the game, you know, and, and try to do whatever we can to win. They have, and it's worked twice. I mean. Um, I, I had no confidence that they were going to play with Wisconsin after the way they played against LSU. LSU was, I mean, that that was a, both ways, that was a terrible game. Yeah. Um, but, hey, you'll take the win if, as, any way you get it. And uh, they played reasonably well against Wisconsin. I mean, he can say, you know, we have to ugly it up, and he's probably right to a point. But that wasn't the ugliest game you could have played when they played Wisconsin. They they right. they played pretty well in Miami. They they have played well too in their two games. They have. So they, it's they were picked it's in the middle of the pack. They yeah. were picked in the middle of the pack of the ACC. So they've been a real surprise team. So both teams are surprises in their own way. They are. Then, it's going to be interesting to see you know who who plays the best, and and that's the beautiful thing about these tournaments that we love. So in the th- yeah. going back, we just picked the Midwest because those were the ones Perry and I were the most interested. But we got Arkansas and Gonzaga, and then we've got uh, 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 Georgia. I mean uh, Texas Tech and Duke. So uh, well, what, do you, what do you guys think of those games? Well, I think Duke has been Duke has been lucky. Duke has been lucky. Texas yeah. Tech. I think Texas Tech could beat them. Arkansas. Now I'll tell you, Arkansas almost lost to New Mexico State. New Mexico State came in on Thursday and dominated. They, I mean, Arkansas held off the end, but New Mexico State could have very easily won that game. And just you know, you have I think those two. I can see Texas Tech coming out and you know beating them. You know, Gonzaga. Well, Gonzaga, they barely won their game too. Yes. Yeah, they barely beat Memphis. 
Uh-huh. Or not. Yeah, Memphis. Yeah, it was Memphis that they barely beat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Michigan, Villanova. I think Villanova's looking pretty good. I think they've got their act together. They're, they're in tournament mode. I think they're, they're probably going to knock yeah. off Michigan. And uh, the other game in that is uh, Houston and Arizona. I know uh, on the pregame, on the uh, selection show, they were really talking up uh, Arizona, but Houston's been playing pretty well and beating Illinois. Yeah, That's have. not easy. Well, and Illinois, if you look at it, Illinois probably shouldn't have even been in that game. I mean, Tennessee Chattanooga had that game won against Illinois, and they probably mm-hmm. shouldn't have been. Houston came in and just said, hey, we're being – and Arizona struggled against TCU. Arizona struggled, so I could. I think Houston's going to take Arizona this year or this okay. week. This week. Well, and, and then, remember, then. and remember, Arizona. If they want to win, they better win now because. And I mean, when we talk about these coaches, Sean Miller, I guess, was hired by Dayton. Arizona yep. still has um, violations to be worked out. Now, of course, everybody's yes, making excuses. Do. Well, that was two of their assistant coaches and and not Sean Miller. Well, I mean, it, I come from the thing. If your if your assistants are doing it. They're not probably doing it without your knowledge. Right. No. You shouldn't be. Anyway, what kind of a coach are you if you don't know what's going on in your That's program either? Cor- That's correct. And then the other region we haven't covered, <laughs> do you guys really think that St. Peter's can beat Purdue? I don't. No. 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 Although I didn't yeah. think they were going to beat Murray State. And I, I didn't, didn't think, think they were going to beat Kentucky either. either. So. Well, no, that's that's for sure. And uh, then the other one was uh, let's see, who was it? North Carolina and UCLA again. Two of the blue bloods, and uh, they get. We've already we'll just mention it now. Vic Cronin got a, an extension. Uh, it's going to keep him there for another four or so years. And uh, so North Carolina has been better than people had thought this year too. So they I have. think uh, you I'll know, ta- I will take yeah. UCLA in that game though. Yeah, I'm okay. still taking UCLA. North Carolina has come on lately. They struggled early on, but they they started winning. They started yep. winning when it counts. You know, yep. they, they, that's what they say. You win, you don't you you want to get some wins in December, but you really want. I mean, you want to really come on strong and develop. You want to peak in March, and that's what they're doing. Yep. But UCLA, well, we we are going to peak in March too because Gina, come on in and uh, bring some sanity to this conversation, Gina, <laughs> <laughs> if you can. Kennedy, what's that? Uh, really? <laughs> what's okay, up, well, Gina? first of all, um, I have a question about the Gonzaga team. Mm-hmm. Um, Lady A tells me they're playing Thursday at midnight. That does not sound right. No, no, it is fixed. They got they had that fixed today. They are playing the early game, the seven oh nine on Thursday or four oh nine. Four oh nine your time. Yeah, four nine your time. That's not much better than midnight. <laughs> yeah. They play the early game. They play the early game, and then of course, like I said, the Duke Texas Tech is the second. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, she does that when she she'll do that for a day or two until they've got. Now it's funny. A couple of days ago, I asked about the Providence game, and she had that right away. So it depends. Well, yeah. So yesterday, sometimes it takes a little I had it fixed yesterday. She was giving me the right time yesterday. That's how I got them. So yeah. And uh, okay, and I wanted to yeah mm-hmm. have, um, well, before my phone battery dies. Yes. Um, I know this might be a little bit off topic. Um, be quiet. Um, uh-huh. But I don't know if you guys knew this, but John Clayton, who we is are gonna a... Talk about that. Yep, we are oh, going to okay. talk about that. Yeah, we are. Oh, we are. Right. But, go, but no, go, but Jeannie, if you want to con- if you want to go ahead. Comment, yeah. When well, he passed away, it must have been Friday. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was Friday. All they're saying is that he was in the hospital um, because of a brief illness. Now, my husband was really shocked because he had just heard him on the radio, so... Yeah. He literally worked up to last, I guess. Well, yeah. he's he's been kind of ill. You know, he he left ESPN. The professor, he was a great reporter. We don't have all the information on him. I know he was sixty-seven. I think. Yes. 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 Yeah, and he worked. He worked in Tacoma for many years, and he he also. 
um, did a lot on, I didn't write it all down, but there was a whole bunch of, he bounced all over the Seattle dial, you know, doing shows with everybody on, on all the Cairo and, and uh, KJR and everything else, all the sports stations. So he was a big fixture in Seattle and originally from around the Pittsburgh area. So, yeah. Very yeah. well-respected writer, definitely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Good, good yeah, job. I meant to get that good in job, earlier. Gina. Thank you, Gina. Yeah, we Thank will, you, we will talk about that again briefly. Okay. All right. So, Sean, you, you've got the women's. Why don't you just run down the women's schedule since you already uh, have it? All right. We're going to go, first of all, to the Spokane region. These games are on ESPN2 on Friday and Sunday. Uh, we have, of course, at 7 p.m., it is Ohio State, Texas, followed at around 9.30 by uh, Maryland-Stanford. Then we go to the Greenville. Those, should, those should be some good games. Yeah, I was disappointed. I wanted Tim Mulkey. I wanted Tim <laughs> Mulkey. <laughs> you know? She lost, so we got Ohio State. Then going to the Greensboro region, also on Friday night on ESPN, same time pretty much, uh, around 7, we have North Carolina, South Carolina, followed by Creighton, Iowa State. So about and that, that, should, that Creighton Iowa State should be good too. I mean, it, it, the interesting thing yeah. with Creighton, they played Iowa on Sunday and they won. Um, Lauren Jensen, who hit the game-winning shot, uh, was a player at the University of Iowa, and I mean, she she had no ill will toward the Hawkeyes. She transferred to Creighton so she could get more playing time, and she came back to Iowa City and hit the game-winning shot. Yep. And then on Saturday, all these are on ESPN. We start off in the. Uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut region. We have uh, NC State, Notre Dame at 11.30, followed at 2 by Indiana and Connecticut at 2 p.m., at approximately 2. And Indiana, go, I mean, Connecticut makes their 100th uh, straight Sweet 16 appearance or something like that. Yeah, but Connecticut, yeah, but better play, Connecticut better play a little better than they have been because they're not as good as they usually are. I no. did not hear so. the game. I did not hear the game last night, but ESPN was, was sending out little blurbs about, and they just barely won yesterday. Yeah, Central Florida almost beat them, and that's the wow. same thing with the North Carolina. They, I mean, they they took Arizona was a three seed. North Carolina came in, but then we have the other region going to Wichita, South Dakota, Michigan, uh, and uh, Louisville, Tennessee. Uh, South Dakota, Michigan at four, and Louisville, Tennessee at six thirty Eastern. Knows, like I said, all of Saturdays are, are on the regular ESPN. We have, we actually have. Three teams that are in the Sweet 16 for men and women, Michigan, North Carolina, and Iowa State. And and for those who have devices that they listen to or computers or however, your phone or however, uh, Westwood One, starting now, from here on out, they will carry both the men's and women's tournaments. So you can listen um to the both the men and the women i they claim i've not figured out how to do this maybe maybe bill you can look at it and see if you can figure it out but they claim on the varsity network on westwood one that you can listen to their broadcast live or on demand now i found the i know how to do the live but i've not figured out how to do on demand so maybe if you have a few minutes bill to play around with that maybe you can Maybe you can educate we'll me on something. <laughs> Wouldn't be okay, the first time. One last thing in college basketball. Matt McMahon was hired by LSU men. Uh, uh, he had been at Murray State, and, of course, they uh, had a good win in the tournament. So uh, as soon as they were eliminated, they hired them. So, um, you know, whatever probations or whatever, uh, Matt McMahon is, is willing to – to take it to get it into the big the power five conferences so and anyway. also also chris i d- didn't hear where but i saw somewhere on twitter today the chattanooga coach was hired uh to coach somewhere and i'll, okay. yeah, I'll we'll try to get more, i'll get more on that 
Yeah, yeah we would more and and uh, an event and somewhere someday the St. Peter's coach, you know, when the season's over, will probably uh, be going it, somewhere. It sounds like he may be headed to Seton Hall because he played yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On to baseball, and we have a bunch of signings. The, you know, it was a tie. It's really a toss-up this uh, this particular year. Normally, football would have NFL would have been next, but baseball is you know just establishing everything. Now they're starting to get ready to do their arbitration. So that's a whole uh, other. Those thing. are we, those are starting today. Yes, and we won't be announcing those because everybody's staying where they are. But you know, it might be interesting if somebody gets bowled over with a big offer. For example, Raphael Devers and the Red Sox could not agree on theirs, so they're you know, um, going to have to go to arbitration. So we'll see what happens on that. But, um, you know, different different people will get big awards and not so big. And uh, I don't know. What is the percentage, Perry, of uh, that go for the player and the ones? Because it's a either or. Um, either pick the team or the players. Uh, I think the players usually get just a little bit better of a percentage than the owners do, only because I, I think the, the arbitrators like to, you know, if it's a good performance, they like to reward that. Yeah, I bet Rafi gets his money. I, I he wouldn't probably, be surprised. I, he had a good I would year. bet he will. Yeah. So for baseball, Anthony Rizzo, two years for $32 million, back with the Yankees. And we'll be talking about vaccinations in a while, but he was one of the unvaccinated, but he's coming yep. back there where it matters. Uh, Matt Chapman. And that, you know, the, and that could really, Chris, that could really hurt the Yankees because if you're missing yes. him and Aaron Judge for half your games. That's the problem. You know, it's a little different in basketball because you're in and out of town and, you know, but you're home for two weeks sometime and then you, you just, it's like a, an injury and then another, and you can't go play in Toronto for the Hopefully Yankees at the point with Toronto. And the, oh, and the Mets have, and the Mets have, and the well, Eric Adams says it won't. Yeah, I don't know what their point. You know, uh, it, the motto is supposed to be follow the science, and you know what are the, what are the number of cases? What are we doing? They can, here? Go set, they can go set in the stands. Yeah, like we talked with Kyrie, they go set in the stands, but they because they can't yeah, play right, on right. the field. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Set in the stands and affect 50,000 other people. Yeah, so we'll yeah. just get this over. Uh, Rizzo is one of the, one of the people, and uh, who's the other? Uh, Aaron Judge. Aaron, Aaron Judge. And, and, for, and for the, the best, J- Jacob Degrom and uh, Pete Alonso. And Pete Alonso, and not Brandon, that they were not Brandon, important. And, well, Brandon Nemo too. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, that. Okay. Didn't know. All, right. All right. So you know, this is this is just ridiculous. I mean, everybody else has moved on. You know, let's go New York. Okay. Anyway, uh, so we don't have to talk about that anymore. Matt Chapman, and uh, we'll get Robert's rant in a moment. Matt Chapman from the A's to Toronto uh, for four prospects, and, uh, and uh, why Matt don't you? Chapman, Matt Chapman signed a contract extension today, so he got paid. Okay. Um, so you, yeah. why don't you get your rant over with? Uh, you know now. And... <laughs> well, let it go. Okay, first of all, uh, Perry, to attempt to answer your question, my simple answer to you is I don't know what the players were thinking. John Fisher, the Pirates, and a few of these other teams, the Orioles, they don't deserve revenue sharing. They don't want to spend, they don't want to spend money on their teams. They don't deserve to, to get the revenue sharing. The revenue sharing should go to the owners. They're actually going to use it for their teams. You mean like said owner who just signed a Carlos Correa? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, hey, at least they signed somebody. That's right. In their pen, you know. And to be and, and now and and now, I mean, let's be fair to them. The Twins will do that. They this. Yes. I mean, yes, this is do. probably one of their bigger ones, but they will do that occasionally. Yep. Now, uh, yeah. they they sent mixed signals by dumping Josh Donaldson's salary to the Yankees and then turning around and giving Carlos Correa this. 
So if you're but a did they get fan, but did they get a better player with Carlos yes. Correa than they than they did with Donaldson? That's yes, the they, yes, they did because well, it depends on what position you need fulfilled. Donaldson was a third baseman. Uh, you know, Correa is a shortstop. So you know. Uh, and I think, I think they, I think they feel, yeah. I think they feel yeah. that they have guys who can play third base. Right, right. So you know, Minnesota might have done themselves a favor, but uh, on the other hand, you uh, you also might have sent a mixed signal if you're if you're a reporter or somebody who covers the Twins on a daily basis. I don't know how to read that since I'm not in Minnesota. But no, I don't. I don't believe that these owners, Arizona, Baltimore, uh, you know, Cincinnati, uh, you know, Oakland, people like Oakland, uh, Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh, places like that. I don't think they deserve Marlins. I don't think they deserve uh, revenue sharing. You, you, revenue sharing. You're supposed to, if you get a check from Major League Baseball, you're supposed to use it to improve your team. And Matt Olson and Matt Chapman, uh, hell, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss those guys. But yeah. their t- their teams are going to benefit because they're very good ball players. They're not trouble in the clubhouse, and they're going to be on playoff contending teams and especially in the American League East it's going to be a dogfight oh, and I, you know so yeah. so <laughs> well, okay. and you know that's another thing with the, with the twin situation Dan Gladden said cuz he was on XM yesterday and he mm-hmm. said he didn't think he didn't think beca- that they were sending any mixed signal at all because he said I had been told when cuz he said he had asked you know with the Donaldson and he said they based the a GM basically said, you know, just wait, you know, there's more coming. So he right, said, okay. that's why I didn't come out and say anything. But he said, you look at these young shortstops like Royce Lewis and these guys in the in the Twins organization. He said, imagine now they can hang out with Carlos Correa. He said, just think of the of the good that that's going to do for those guys. Right. Now, speaking of this, I think the strangest move, uh, you know, that we have in, in baseball. And Carlos Correa was one of them. Our, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, that yes, but that makes sense because what you're doing is you're saying, okay, their twins are sort of a year to year thing, and so like last year they were lousy. They would have it, you probably did at the at trade deadline got rid of a couple of guys, they and, did. you know, they whatever. Did. Yeah. They so did. they 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 manage, you know, by the seat of their pants, and and that's fine, you know, and they do it. They're not as good at it as Tampa Bay, but they're like Tampa Bay. They're really competitive. They're working at it. You know, they're doing what they can. But my point is, we've got Colorado here. So they signed Chris Bryant for seven-year um, deal, no opt-outs for 182 million. Now this is first of all they had Nolan Arenado, who's a better player. Everybody says is a better player than Bryant Absolutely is. Absolutely, he is. Yeah. You know, so they had him and they let him go to the Cardinals. Then rather than say, well, some years were going to be good, some years were going to not be good, and they, they had have a seven-year. And they, yeah, well, we'll get to Trevor's story, and that's you know that's that's a, a good thing for us. But the the thing is that okay, so you're, you've got this guy now. I don't know whether he can get out. He may be able to get out, and that would be good for him because he can maybe request he can, a no, trade. No, he cannot. He can, no, he can't, Chris. He, he doesn't can't have do any that either. No. So this is this is all up to them, and I, I don't think he'll he'll be there, uh, you know, forever. I don't think he'll be there for seven years, maybe a year and, or two. And and Scott Boros is his agent. I I don't understand how an agent can negotiate a contract like this and not give his player any opt out. I, right. I don't I don't get that. But why did they negotiate it when they could have kept Arenado and had a better right. player? I so, have no idea. They were the, afraid, car- the reason they traded Arenado when they did, they were afraid that he was going to use his opt-out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 
And then the, the Cubs got, the, there was a sweepstakes of sorts for an outfielder. We're going to call him Isaiah Suzuki. Does that sound like it's going to be the name we're going to use? Is it Isaiah? It, uh, it, uh, yes. Okay. Pat Hughes meant, talked about him yesterday, and that is the correct name. Okay. The outfielder okay. from uh, Japan and uh, five years for $85 million. That was, I think the Phillies were in it. The Red Sox were in it. There were a few teams in it. But now, the is, Cubs he got related it. To, is he related to Ichiro? No, he, he is not. He is not. No. Okay. All right. He's not even a motorcycle. He's kind of like Smith or Jones over Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of Suzuki's over there. All right. Okay. Okay. Kyle Schwarber did go to Philadelphia for for $80 million. Cincinnati did sign somebody, Donovan Solano, uh, for a a year for $4.5. I think the Giants are going to miss him. Uh, I think uh they are. He was a very good player for them last year. And as predicted here, because I think I said it, that we were talking about people different Toronto and this and that. Freddie Freeman ended up with the Dodgers because uh, yep. he had a home in Orange County, six for 162. That's a good deal for the Dodgers. It works out for everybody, really. The the Braves, except the A's, but the Braves got Matt Olson. Dodgers got Freddie Freeman. He wanted to be out there. He's already, he won the Braves the championship. He'll always be beloved in in Atlanta. I think he'll oh, get he a will. standing ovation when he comes back. You know. Yeah. Uh, so well, I, really, I think by I think by signing <laughs> Matt Olson to the long term deal, I think Alex Anthopoulos probably made it a little bit easier for him to go down amongst the fans this year because if that Freeman deal would have yeah. happened without anything happening, he would have been torched. Yeah. Uh, well, and not only that, Matt, Matt Olson is from Atlanta, so he gets to go home and and now he's and he's a lot younger than Free, yeah. Freddie Freeman he's, too. He's like he's like five years younger than Freeman. He's actually yeah. he's actually two years younger than Freeman. Well, okay. uh, yeah. been, wow, been Freeman's been around forever. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Matt is only twenty eight, Perry, and they say Freeman is thirty two. That's where I get it from. So okay, uh, whatever. Yeah, he's a couple. He's at least a couple years young. Okay. Yeah. So the Cubs signed three relievers: uh, Michael Givens, uh, Daniel Norris, and Robert Hazel. Uh, ha- Gazelman. 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 Yeah. Gazelman. Yeah. Okay. Luke Voigt was traded uh, to San Diego from the Yankees because they got uh, they signed Rizzo, so they sent Luke Voigt to the. He's a pretty good player. He can hit. Yes. So that'll that'll help the uh, video. The but now, now you wonder though, Chris, what are they going to do when Rizzo? If he, you know, if this does well, not change, right. and I mean, we have okay today. I know Sean says he thinks it'll change today. We have to go under the under the information that we have that the mayor says it will not change. So assuming right. that to be true, then what on earth do they do when Rizzo and Judge both can't play? That's right. No, this uh, is, well, well, I hope it doesn't change, change at least till after after April seventh. That's where the Red Sox go. So. Right. Hold, hold, on, hold, on, hold on. Go ahead, Rick. Well, Boomer Siason on FAN this morning was saying that he wasn't really saying he had inside information, but he said he, he knew something that don't be surprised if the mandates change Thursday or Friday of this week. Well, that would be okay. it's about time. It is. Uh, I'll, so I'll, bet, Ky- I'll bet Kyrie I bet Kyrie will be saying, wait a minute, why do you do this for me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's even worse for baseball. You know, it's it's a lot worse for baseball. But oh, he's, 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 he's not a Nets fan, I think. Probably. Right. Yeah. right. So, hey, but you, you know what, though? you got to have fun with some of this stuff. I mean, we, yeah. it, it is yeah. serious. I understand that. But you know what? You're tuning in to us for entertainment. So we're going to try to have fun right. with you, too. Right. right. So Kenley Jansen, uh, John's old friend. Actually, he had a lot better years after John was around, our friend John. But he went to Atlanta for one year for $16 million as their closer. Uh he had played all his twelve years up to that time with the Dodgers. I, I think that I think that's going to prove to be a mistake for the Dodgers. Um, you know, because I mean, it could it could, but I always look at things like that in this vein. You remember when 
like when Glavin signed with the Mets. And I mean, he wasn't horrible. But right. And then when, you know, when the Braves let go of some of their pitchers and things like that, I always kind yeah. of think, okay, when the Dodgers are letting go of this guy, and I don't think they let go, I think they were trying to bring him back, but they weren't going to pay that much. Right. But right. these teams know something probably that others teams don't. Right. Yep. So Carlos Correa, and we already talked about him. It's uh, three for 105 million and opt out after 22 and 23. So uh, as we say, that's a pr- that's a good deal for both sides, I think. Nick Castellanos uh, to Philadelphia, five for 100, and yep. then uh, and then Trevor Story is supposed to come here. Now he's I don't know what's going on with physicals and whatever, and maybe he's a sports client, and Boris has to be at all the press conferences. I don't know. But anyway, he's not here yet, but he's yeah, they put his name on a locker, Klein. and it's a matter of time, they say. So. Uh, he is a Boris Klein, I believe. Yeah. yeah, so probably got something to do with Scott Boris. Six for 140, and then there's another uh, seven, you know, another option for another $20 million for that. And so. he can opt out. Is there an opt out in his? Yeah, he can opt out after year four. So. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is that what what are they going to do? Are they going to be able to keep you know him and Bogart's endeavors? And the well, first according, thing, according according yeah, to ahead, the article, Robert. according to the article I read in the Globe this morning, uh, the people that cover the Red Sox through the Globe, they seem to think that um, Bogart's is going to opt out after this year, and so therefore, story can move to shortstop. Yeah, and then they they yeah. can worry about getting a second baseman. Endeavors next. they have through next year. Yeah, but story so. story's um splits scare me to death. He's, yes, he's like his average in Colorado is like three hundred three on the road. It's two forty one. His his road OPS is like two hundred points less. And, I mean, not that he's coming to a tough ballpark to hit in, but no. still, it scares me. Yeah. No, and putting well, him in the middle, he's going to have a lot better lineup around him too than yeah. he had in Colorado. Because well, all he had was Arenado and him, uh, you know, and uh, now you're going to have you know re- the other guys that are already here. So that's, and Chris, that's didn't good. you say uh, didn't you say on our phone system a couple of days ago that uh, Jack Corrigan said that players that eventually leave Colorado because they can stay in the same time zone. Well, yeah, the better. thing is, the thing, and that's, this was interesting, that they always have to change time zones. It's the only team in mountain time. So every time they go anywhere, they have to change time zones. You know, and you hear people complain yeah. about when they have to set their clocks forward or back, you know, and they go, oh, well, I can't stand it. You know, mm-hmm. it's got to drive these players crazy. It's a little bit like the analogy I gave was, remember, Rick, they used to talk when they, and I'm sure you do too, Perry, when the Cubs played all the day games and how they wear out that's by the right. end of the season because they were yeah. out in 80, 90 degree weather every day. And, that, and that's why the Cubs have scheduled over the past few years a lot more night games. Right. So, you know, this this is a, a unique problem that Colorado has. And, you know, so this is something, you know, LeMahieu has been really, you know, we've talked about that when he got out of there. He, he was really happy to get out of there. So you, know, you can stay in a time zone for two or three weeks, you know, especially in the, with the unbalanced schedule where you're in the Eastern time zone for all that time. So that could be good for him. So I think it's going to be a good good thing. Uh, Jorge Soler, three for $36 million from Miami. Uh, uh, Brad Hand went to Philadelphia. I guess people are not excited about that. Uh, you know, he's been pretty terrible lately. Well, he's, and, yeah, he's been terrible ever since he left Cleveland, Toronto, and the Mets, and now Philadelphia. Yeah, so, yeah. You know. so anyway, so yeah, we got some Phillies fans on the system that are not thrilled. Any other baseball things before we move to the NFL? Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't Perry, think there are any. Yeah. Now, the one thing that I have oh. been doing, though, and I have um, tried each night to maybe, and because you only need to listen to two or three innings. I try to listen to a couple, three innings of, of a game or two um, late in the evening um, each night. So I've tried to catch oh. different teams each night. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of oh, cool. And, 
And one thing that one thing to tell people that have serious XM, just because the schedule says there's certain games that are going to be on, you know, when he does the uh, schedule and uh, you know that, that you can hear, uh, always check your team each day because the game may appear and uh, they don't tell you about it. So I discovered that yesterday. Oh, so and uh, we the, talked about this. Before, we talked about before the show, but remember, as we talked, the Orioles are the only team not traveling. That is correct. Right. Yeah. The Orioles are That's the only correct. team not traveling. Yeah, yeah, for TV and radio. So, and uh, also, I forgot uh, the uh, one of the things that I found out when the, during Sunday's game, and when they were talking about Trevor's story and payrolls and stuff. Red Sox payroll right now is you know, and of course it changes with the arbitration they're going to do and this and that. One hundred twenty million Orioles, sixty four million. You know, so there you go. The oh, yeah. Red Sox payroll is is one twenty, Chris, or two twenty? Two twenty. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, two twenty, and the Orioles are uh, sixty four million. And remember, well, the, remember, remember for those who do, who need, just need a little refresher, the tax is two thirty. So the Red Sox right. can yeah. they can still go up a little bit if they want to. Right, yeah, but now absolutely. if this Devers arbitration comes through, you know, it's the, probably correct. pretty far apart. That's right. So, you know, and there's different levels, there's thresholds that kick in at 230 and at yeah. various points, so how much you have to pay. And I forgot we have one death in baseball to mention. Uh, we have the, a World Series hero and a World Series goat, sort of. Ralph Terry, 86 years old. He was came came into baseball in August of 56 and left uh, April of 67. He, he gave up... Uh, Bill Mazeroski's uh, walk-off home run in the seventh game of the World Series in 1960. But on the other hand, he beat the Giants in the seventh game of the World Series in 1962 and won the World Series MVP and uh, stayed in the game in the days when you used to leave pitchers in and didn't always have to bring in your your uh, closer and gave up a solid line drive to uh, Willie McCovey. But Bobby Richardson caught it a couple of feet either way. It would have been a double and the Giants would have won the game, but they didn't. So, right. uh, you know, so Terry played for the Yankees for 56 through 60, 57, Kansas City A's 57 through 59, then back to the Yankees 59 through 64, Cleveland 65, Kansas City back again 66, and the Mets 66, 67, and World Series, of course, he won it in 61 and 62. He was 107 and 99 with a 3.62 ERA. So there you go. That's uh, real quick, real quick, real quick. uh, Ron Coomer and Pat Hughes were talking, I think it was on Saturday, about the the DH and the NL. And Mm -hmm. uh, Pat Hughes had asked Ron Coomer what he thought about it. And Coomer says, you know, generally, he said, I like the DH in the American League, but not in the National League. He said, I like it in the National League for, for only this reason. He said, now that we have pitchers, and he said, unfortunately, this is a part of the way in, in which the game appears to be going, at least for now, to where they're only pitching four to maybe five innings per game. He said, you're going to ruin your bench having to pinch hit like that in the National League. So he, he said, that's one thing to think about if, for those who don't like the DH. If you don't want your bench to be gone through probably by the eighth inning, you probably do like it at this point. So, okay. So is he saying because the teams didn't have time to construct themselves the way the American League teams are constructed? Or, or no, what is he no, no, he, he said the that, be, well, he just liked the rule the way it was. But he yeah, said, okay. unfortunately, in both leagues, the pitching is going down. He said they ju- the starters just do not go near as far yeah. as they used to. Well, well the, the American League pitchers, and I don't know what the averages would be, but they certainly didn't, you know, they, there are times when National League pitchers came out an inning earlier than they would have because you, you're down three to nothing and it's the fifth inning and you got to Yeah, you and, and I think that, I think that was, yeah, that was part of his point. 
Yeah. So the American League, I think the pitching probably pitchers pitched more innings in the American League. You know, I don't know. The splits were different. Probably the starters pitched a little longer in the American League than they did in the National League before. I'm just guessing, but you know, I don't know. But I think that's true. At least I think that's true. At least the past few years, anyway. Yeah, and I, you know, I think the teams will have to reconstruct. I mean, hey, when the when the DH came in, the Red Sox went out and got Orlando Cepeda. And that's the kind of thing you do. You, you, they, no way they would have gotten him because he couldn't hardly play in the field anymore. But they had one of the best DHs that particular year to start into uh, the DH process. So you, you know, and people didn't have much time to really, really know that they were going to do this. So uh, the National League, I'm sure, is a little step behind on that. Well, let's so see if we base- can let's see if we can baseball? reconstruct some NFL rosters. All right, the NFL. <laughs> All right, what's going on? We have Joe Buck and Troy Aikman who will be calling the games of these people. Uh, went from uh, for the five. It's finally official. We mention it every week, but it's finally official. We won't have to talk about it anymore. Five year deal with ESPN. Joe is getting seventy five million for the five, and Troy's getting ninety. So he's tied with uh, Tony Romo. Uh, Von Miller and, and is Al going- Michaels. This just became official yesterday. Al Michaels is going to Amazon to work with Herb Street on Thursdays. That is okay. okay. All right, that's good. Uh, Von Miller is going from the uh, from the Rams back to Buffalo. Six years for one hundred and twenty million. No, he's um, never been, he never played for Buffalo. He's never been Buffalo. No, but that back to the AFC, I should have yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Everybody's going to the AFC. Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah. the place to be. Yeah. Uh, and, and here is one of them. And uh, Robert can uh, do his rant on this. Devontae okay. Adams from uh, Green Bay to the Raiders and uh, – and they're sending draft choices ba- back to the uh, to Green yeah. Bay. And then okay. this is a strange, and, and I said we had two strange moves. For, to me, before you get started, Robert, the strange part of this, this is like the Colorado move. You you went out, you signed, you know, Rodgers. And you said, and he takes a little less money so he can, you know, help with the team and like Brady used to do and blah, blah, blah. That's what the story was. And two weeks later, you trade his best receiver. What is going on there? Okay, now, now here, here's what, now as a Raider fan, I'm absolutely thrilled with what they did. But I'm going to take the side of the Green Bay general manager here. Uh, you did a terrible job with it because all they got in return was this year's first round draft pick and this year's second round draft pick for a well, player okay. like for Good. a player for a player like Devonte Adams and you you franchise him, which means you wanted to keep him. Uh, you, you would think he would ask for a little bit more, but according to uh, Packer insiders who I've read, um, apparently uh, they're not unhappy with the deal. Um, you know, I don't know how the fans in Green Bay feel, but uh, I don't know if I was if I was a GM of Green Bay, I think I would have asked the Raiders to give me a lot more. But what were you going to say? Less. Huh? He took no, less with the Raiders. That's that's yeah. the interesting part. Yeah, he, he yeah, took less. Yeah, he, and he, he if did. you heard Gary, Derek Carr's comments, and I guess it was before the trade actually went down, he's talked about it. He goes, my team can't say this, but I can't. He goes, yeah. he, hey, we're going to play him this year, but I'm, he's going to be afraid, and I'm going to go recruit him. So I think yeah. he had already made it known. I'm eventually going to sign with the Raiders, and they're like, and, well, and remember, he and go. Carr, I believe, played together in college. Was it? They did. Yes, yeah, they, yeah. yeah, they did. Yeah. They yeah. played at Fresno State together, and he he said, "I'm going." So it's like, okay, you take what you can get, or do you do we franchise and we keep him this year? But then next year, 
she takes off on us and goes, and we get nothing. So yep. and he and he Either bought a twelve and he bought he, he bought a twelve million dollar house in Las Vegas. So you, you yeah, plan due to the circumstances, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. He also said he wasn't going to play on the franchise tag. No. Yeah. He, he, okay. He, he so I guess they were kind of hamstrung. So, but with knowing all this, you know, uh, Rogers came back fairly easily to Green Bay. Yeah, where he could have gone yep. some other places. Yeah, where his number one receiver right now is Alan Lazard. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So it's five for 141 that uh, Adams got from uh, the Raiders. That is correct. Juju Smith Schuster went to Kansas City for a year for 10 million. Uh, yeah. And Deshaun Watson, of course, we talked about this a lot before the show. The pre-show is really good, guys. You, you, you <laughs> well, we but talked Deshaun, to too, a little bit. Yeah, what we did. But Deshaun Watson from Houston to Cleveland, three number ones, 22 through 24, and then uh, three and 22 and a five and 22. And no players to Houston. And uh, so Mayfield is staying, at least for now, in Cleveland, maybe because of the possible suspension or whatever. I thought there was a fourth uh, round. Cleveland. Yeah, there was, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cle- uh, okay. Cleveland. All right. Well, Deshaun yeah. Watson and a fourth round pick for yeah. the draft. Okay, and he's getting yeah. five years, uh, $230 uh, million. And, and uh, the, the whole thing all is guaranteed. Gar- the whole all guaranteed. Thing is guaranteed. So I, I wonder who Kirk Cousin and Deshaun, Waz- Waz- Deshaun Watson's agents are. Because- Scott Forrest. Uh, because, both, because, both, because, because both of those guys, whenever they sign contracts, there's no deferred money. It's all guaranteed. It's- <clears throat> and this is the first time that three number ones have been traded since the Herschel Walker trade in uh, that 89. Is correct. So, yeah. Yep. So, all right. And then, so, yeah. So, I mean, basically, the question is, how long can he play while they, they adjudicate this in the NFL? Are they going to have something ready for him? That was the point I was making before the show, and I don't think we yeah. said it here. That, you know, you, Brady got to play while they figured out deflate gate. Can Watson play? Do they, you know, because now there's no indictment. So now it's the NFL's uh, choice to do what they're going to do. Are they going to make it in a timely manner? Uh, you know, what's going on? I mean, it's just uh, because the Browns are going to need, and I guess they signed Jacoby Brissett, and then, uh, but Mayfield is still there until they figure out what's going to happen. So I don't know. So we'll see what happens. I, with that. I think the suspension will come down before the season actually starts um, because I don't, I don't think the NFL would want to drag this into uh, when uh, I, I think they want to get it out there before the season starts. I don't think because it would be the talk of every Cleveland Browns game, uh, you know, yep. about yeah. when he's going to well, get suspended and that kind of thing. So. That's true. Stafford yeah. resigned for four years for $160 million with the Rams, mm-hmm. and he'll be there through the 2026 season. And then uh, Robert Woods was traded from the Rams to Tennessee for a sixth-round pick in, in 23. That seems yeah. like a small price to pay for a good yeah, receiver. Yeah, well, uh, Robert well, Woods got the ACL. He got, he got he yeah. tore his yeah. ACL. Yeah. And, you know, but, you know, so. they usually come back from that pretty well. Yeah. And he's not Orleans, young. <laughs> yeah, no. no, that's right. He's been around for a while, at, yeah. least, at least four years, because he's ending on my fantasy team. So <laughs> yeah. New Orleans uh, signed Jameis Winston, and yeah. uh, so – and then we were told, Gina, we were going to talk about this, and we are. John Clayton, 67 years old. He died after a brief illness. He was at ESPN from 95 until he was laid off in 2017, which seems like a ridiculous thing that they did. One of the many ridiculous things they've done. Yeah. Uh, worked for Tacoma News before that, for the News Tribune before that, for, 12, for 10 years. And he was a sideline reporter for the, uh, for the Seahawks in the radio the last five years and wrote for many other papers after 17 and and before he worked for Tacoma he worked for the Pittsburgh Press and uh and he did that right out of college and in uh, he's the in the writers wing of the NFL Hall of Fame and uh 
so that that's it on him. And he was very knowledgeable. You know, if you now that who, who's the guy that they have now that they replaced uh, Adam him with? Schefter. Adam, Adam, Adam Schefter. Schefter. But yeah. if you heard from him or you heard uh, who was their other guy that they, they uh, both Chris Morton. Chris Morton. Chris Morton. Yeah. Both of them yep. always knew what they were talking about right on top of things. So that's uh, yep. sad that he is no longer with us at 67 years old. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we talked about this a little earlier, but Matt Ryan is now with the uh, uh, went from Atlanta to, uh, uh, for Indiana. the, to Indianapolis Indiana. for yeah. him, for a three and Atlanta signed uh, Mariota. So two years for 18 million for him. And he's hardly played. He, he, you know, this will be interesting because he's played a quarter here and a quarter there. So, and he was injured before on Tennessee. He has probably gotten paid the most money other than somebody like Scott Mitchell, who was a backup forever and never played. You know, he's probably, what, in six years, what, if you added all the quarters up, what's he played about, uh, 16 games or something? It's something well, like that. Well, remember, before they got Ryan yeah. Tannehill, he was the starting quarterback. He was. He was hurt. Now he's reunited yeah. with Arthur Smith, the coach. Yeah. And our, yeah. Arthur Smith wanted him ha- as their quarterback, so they're yeah. really, you know. Yep. So. so I'm I'm I I asked this question because I don't have any more, but I'm sure Rick does have more oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah, you Rick? cut me to the quick, my friend. <laughs> uh, yes, the um, the New York Football Giants signed Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod Taylor to be the probably backup, but maybe compete with Daniel Jones for quarterback, starting quarterback. Uh, running back Matt Breida and tight end Ricky Seals Jones. The Jets signed safety Jordan Whitehead from Tampa Bay and defensive back D.J. Reed from Seattle and tight end Tyler Cochran from Minnesota. Uh, Tampa Bay signed offensive lineman Shaq Mason from the Patriots. Oh, yeah. And safety Logan Ryan from the Giants, but he was with the Patriots, too, so Brady's bringing all those people back. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. Uh, of course, we mentioned Vegas, but uh, we mentioned uh, Devontae Adams, but they also signed Chandler Jones. Brandon right. Bowen. Yep, that, was, that was very yep. good, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Brandon Bowen and fullback Jakob Johnson from the Patriots. So, um, Sean McDaniels, he's doing the same thing, too. He's bringing players from the Patriots. Yep. Oh, and Ma- yeah. Malcolm Butler, both uh, he worked out for the Patriots and yes. the Raiders, yep. so he could yep. sign either place. So there you go. Uh, Indy and, signed defensive yeah. lineman um, y- 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 I can't, um in Darkway. And um, we, we said Matt Ryan. Uh, yeah. Now, this one is a, a little disclaimer. I, I had uh, Sedarius Smith, the pass rusher from the Packers. I had him going to Baltimore last week, but I don't know if that uh, no, was he when. Went, he, he, went to he went to Minnesota today. Yeah, so I don't today. know. If, I, maybe that was a thing, one of those things went during the legal tampering that didn't go through or something. Yeah. Uh, okay. The Rams, so. the Rams signed Allen Robinson, the receiver. Oh, yeah. Uh, Buffalo uh, signed O.J. Howard, the tight end, and Duke Johnson, the running back. Uh, Patriots signed running back Ty Montgomery. Uh, we did Kansas uh, Schuster. Uh, Pittsburgh signed from the Patriots um, Gunnar Olszewski, who was mostly oh, the special, special teamer, teamer. but yeah. he's a receiver. Yeah. Um, Miami, Miami signed running back uh, Raheed Morris. I mean, Raheed Mostert. Yeah, that was a, that could be a good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Houston signed running back Royce. Uh, Freeman, Carolina, <laughs> we're in the Freeman section here, signed running back Devontae Freeman. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, Tennessee, besides Robert Woods, signed tight end um, Austin Hooper. Cincinnati, <clears throat> we said last week they signed a couple of offensive linemen. They signed Lionel Collins now, so they really did build up that offensive line in the free yeah, agency Yeah, Joe market. Burrow doesn't have much to worry about now. <laughs> yeah. Um, Atlanta signed running back Damian Williams. Uh, the Chargers, uh, tight end Gerald Everett. 
Chicago, wide receiver Brian Pringle from Kansas City. And one other note, uh, it was announced this morning that Gene Deckerhoff is retiring. And he's, uh, mm. so, so he's got somebody yeah, else going to tell him to fire the cannons. Just the, know, just the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. Just the Buccaneers. Okay. I guess he's oh, okay. seven years old. Yeah. yeah, I knew he was getting up there. Yeah. yeah. So is he retiring as of, is this his last year? He's already retired as of no, last I, year. No, I think he's done, I think. For the yeah. Bucs, okay. For the Bucs, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and I said, did we mention Leonard Fournette, three or 21 no, million? No, and Leonard Fournette is Yeah, I, I didn't, I don't, I don't write down the people that went back to their own. Yeah, yeah so that's back to Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Tampa Now, also, talking about the Raiders, their two weaknesses still are still the offensive line, They've got to spend money there, and they need they need a veteran cornerback. They they, and that's why I think they worked out Butler. And I know they're negotiating with uh, Stephon Gilmore. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's see what happens there. Hey, right. let's get to uh, let's bring in. Uh, we have two hands, Jamal and Al. Will be Al. You'll be up right after Jamal. So Jamal, come on in and go ahead. All right. Hello. How are y'all doing? Hey, Jamal. Hey, how, you doing? Right. how about you? Okay. All right. I just got a couple things as I'm walking to CVS right now. Uh, I find it, I find sort of moves very interesting in baseball. Why would Chris, I understand it's a money thing, but still, why would Chris Bryant go for the Giants to the uh, Colorado Rockies? Are you kidding me? He's going to be, yes, we pay a lot of money, but I don't have anything around him, man. He took Jamal. He took less. He took less to leave the Giants and the Cubs and go to the Rockies. He, he apparently didn't like either one of those teams. Yeah. Normally, you would want if you the time you go to Colorado is if you maybe didn't hit very well somewhere and you want to build up your stats and then be a free agent in a couple of years and go somewhere else. That is not what's happening here. This none of this makes sense. Well, there's that. And, there is that. Yes. And number two, also uh, talk about the Matt Ryan situation in the NFL. The Colts get Matt Ryan, which, you know, is a nice move for the Colts. But here's a problem. And Atlanta decided to sign Marcus Mariota. I'm surprised Atlanta didn't try to do something like trying to get Baker Mayfield. The Browns may not be ready to trade Baker Mayfield because of all the just Deshaun Watson well, stuff we no, just talked about. They're, they're done with Baker. They're done with Baker. They signed the coach. And about the Browns and Deshaun Watson, I think it will be a sin and a shame for the man to be suspended because he's not denied of anything. For God's sake. Well, the NFL has their own has their own laws. Remember that you know it, it depends on on what happens. Like Ray Rice, you know, decisions are just made. I don't I don't know whether they've changed it. They've now got a committee there because it used to be that there was code all, of conduct. You know, the con- now, code of now, conduct. Now, to be just to be fair, and we'll bring it out here in just a second. But just to be fair, Sean said the Browns are done with Baker. They are not saying that. So no, they're not. They, you He's know, let, let's. Them. He's well, he may be done with them, but he's under contract. He may be done with them, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Al, come on in. Hey, guys. Hey, Al. Hey, Al. Hey, Al. Okay. okay. Now, now I'm on the mute. They told me. There hey, you are. That's okay. But anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do for the first eight games. Who's going to be quarterbacking? But, but the question, the reason I called in is, uh, can somebody explain what the Amazon network is? Does it, do we get it here in the Cleveland area? Uh, what it is, Amazon? no, you got to, it's a subscription service Stream, that yeah. you have to, it's a streaming service that you have to Amazon buy. Amazon Video, all right, the uh, Thursday night football games 
are going to be on Amazon Prime Video. If you have Amazon Prime, you get Amazon Prime Video. So on TV, they will be on Amazon. Kind of like now, the same way that the Apple, that the, there's going to be two baseball games a week on Apple on Friday night streaming. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's kind now, of the same thing. Thursdays now, are going to Amazon exclusively. Now, Al, but they'll be uh, on Westwood One. Yeah, right, yeah, that's okay. They'll still be on the radio, so that's yeah, they'll still, yeah. they'll still be on the radio. Uh, this is only this is only going to affect people that have TV. You need a smart TV or a device that you can yeah. hook up to your and, TV. And the Thursday night games have already been streaming on Amazon the last yeah. couple of years. They've been uh, on yeah. Amazon, Fox, and NFL Network, and they've had their own broadcast. But right. they're working. They got an exclusive deal starting right. this year, and that yeah. does not count the uh, opening night game, which will still be on NBC like it always is, and the Thanksgiving and night the game. Thanksgiving. That's right. Correct. And I'm glad that Joe Buck and uh, Troy Aikman are going to be on ESPN. They, they got a better crew than what they've been having the last couple of years since uh, Sean McDonough. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's they're right. Really and and they're also going to try to upgrade the games they get. They're really, uh, I think they're paying more yeah. money for the Monday night package, right. so they're not they're start, going to give them yeah. what's left over. And they're going to have some double headers too. 20, starting in the 23 season, the NFL can flex, but they got to give like two or three week notice or something. They can flex starting in 23. Right. right. Well, I hope uh, hopefully everything worked out for the Browns at least for the first eight games. I know. Well, now you're just throwing that number up, but this and, and that may <laughs> be the rumor. But nobody knows. No, it's going to be eight. When it's going to be six, it's going to be what? And nobody really knows. So, I mean, I think that people when they say eight, they're probably just going by something similar that they've seen in in right. sexual conduct cases. But that doesn't make it, you know, the same. So we'll just have to wait. Hopefully, the the thing we all hope for is that they get it decided, so the Browns know what they're going to do. If they need to hang on to Mayfield, they will. If they uh, can trade him, they will. You know, because there's still a couple of teams out there that need quarterbacks. So, but at this point, I don't think they're prepared to do that because they don't know what's going on. Okay, well, thank you very much, gentlemen. You bet. Okay. Uh, d- Dick, you're already unmuted. Uh, we got to get to Dick and Pierre, and then we got to get through basketball and hockey in the next 15 minutes. Yes, we do. Minutes. So, uh, Dick, go ahead. Hello, boys. Hey, Dick. Um, hey, Dick. Listen, Bill, what the, can you tell me about this guy, Mohammed, that the Bears got from your uh, Colts? And, boy, I tell you, you guys got Ryan cheap. I'm, I'm, uh, I think it's, uh, you're in good shape there. Uh, and Brissett will be probably quarterbacking for Cleveland. I don't think they're going to uh, they're going to keep. Up. He is. He's he's already there. Yeah, he's there, but we don't know who's going to. If if they can, you know, it may depend on what the suspension situation is. If it's a short one, they might let Brissett play because he plays during suspensions, and he won. He was one and zero in suspension. So you yeah. know, with the Patriots, so whatever. Yeah, he didn't do that well for the Indianapolis. So no, <laughs> I, I was surprised that uh, Belichick didn't try to get him back. Oh, he hasn't gotten around to it yet. He'll do it. Yeah, he'll, he'll be there. Like Brian Hoyer for some reason. Yeah, he does. Ahead, I don't know what. Go good, Bill. Oh, I just say Brian Hoyer. Oh, I forgot about that name. He fumbled the ball <laughs> his first three times. They had to put him to the bench the very first game. He was so bad. But he's something he likes about New England, and that's yeah. where he ought to go and stay. And I could see Bruce sat back and. New England, and he might do all right in Cleveland. Yeah, well, we'll what see. about Mohammed? Um, you, pro- I mean, he might be there next year, the year after. I don't know. He's not that. He doesn't move the radar that much. Mm-hmm. But that's not encouraging. <laughs> 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 I could tell you he'll be a long move for the Bears uh, next year. Though. Uh, That's okay, though. Yep. But Jeff Joniak is happy, Dick. Iowa State's in the Sweet 16, so he's oh, happy about that. Goodness. 
Oh, don't mm-hmm. let's not go to him. He's terrible. <laughs> I like Chuck <laughs> Zodiac. Yeah, he's Pierre. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, Dick. Talk Thank to you later. Care, guys. Go ahead, Pierre. Yep. Yeah, did y'all hear that the Orioles is going to be their only team uh, <laughs> announcers for TV and radio that aren't going to be traveling? Yeah, we, mentioned, we, that we mentioned that earlier. Yeah. We oh, did. you did? No. Okay. It's just the Orioles being it's just the Orioles being cheap again. They brought they packaged the broadcasts and uh, yep. that's what they're doing. And you know everybody, but what the you know that's the good news, bad news. The bad news, the Orioles aren't traveling. The good news is everybody else is. Yeah. That's that's yep. the good thing. So we're not uh, sure the Orioles team is traveling. Yeah, well, most yeah, people we probably don't. don't. <laughs> most people probably don't care about the Orioles anyway. Some yeah. fans are Orioles fans are saying it'll be nice if our team didn't travel because it'd be better. <laughs> and, uh, that's right. Y'all, y'all also missed, missed the big story of the day. The uh, cheerleader, the cheerleader that that got up on on the uh, goal and got the ball down during that uh, basketball game. She got a name, image, and like this contract for doing that. <laughs> I'll bet, uh, Pierre. I'll oh, bet she yeah. did. I'll bet she did. And you know what? I'll bet a lot of fans got a nice view too. When she was up there. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of likeness? Yeah. And I'll and I'll bet they. I'll bet some liked what they saw. So <laughs> they saw. Okay. They probably yeah. did get an image. Huh? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Good job, Pierre. All right, Pierre. Okay, here we go to the NBA, and we got the this this East is ridiculous now for second place. So in the East we have Miami at forty-seven twenty-five. They have a little cushion. I mean, they haven't won it yet, but they've got a little cushion. But here we go. Philadelphia is uh, right now forty-four and twenty-seven in uh, you know virtual second. Milwaukee forty-four and twenty-seven in third. The Celtics forty-five and twenty-eight in fourth. So basically, a virtual three-way tie for second place. Two games, two and a half games behind Miami. Then we go to the Bulls at 42 and 29. So there's a little gap there, but they've still got a shot to move up a bit. Cleveland has got to watch out. They're 41 and 31. They're six, but Toronto, the top of the play-in, is 40 and 32. So they're only a game uh, behind, uh, you know, the Cavaliers. Then we have Brooklyn at 38, 34. They're slowly getting it together, and they look like they're going to probably end up in eighth place. What a reward for the first place team to have to play them, especially if they rescind that, uh, you know, thing in New York. Charlotte, 37 and 35, is in ninth, but they're right behind uh, the Nets. Uh, Atlanta, 35 and 36, in tenth. Those are the teams that are going to make the playoffs. Washington, 30 and 41. Knicks, 30 and 41. Indiana, 25 and 47. Detroit, 19 and 53. Orlando, 19 and 53. So those teams will be your 10 playoff teams. In the West, we have Phoenix pulling away at 58 and 14, by far the best record in the league. Memphis at 49 and 23. Golden State 47 and 24, Utah is the four seed at 45 and 27, Dallas 44 and 28, just right behind them there, and then you've got another battle for that uh, top uh, play-in spot and or the sixth, the last playoff spot. Denver is 42 and 30, and Minnesota is 42 and 31, so they're right behind them. So the, now you know Minnesota's been uh, quietly playing a lot better, so they're right on uh, Denver's heels. Then we drop down to the Clippers at 36 and 37. Then the Lakers, 31 and 41. Then the 10th place team is New Orleans at 30 and 42. Then San Antonio is 28 and 44. Almost time to put the lights out on them. Portland, 27 and 44. Sacramento, 24 and 48. Oklahoma City, 20 and 52. Houston, 18 and 54. So right now in the East, Brooklyn and Toronto would play. 
Uh, Toronto will be the seventh seed. Brooklyn will be the eighth. But again, we know that Cleveland's right in front of them. Atlanta would be playing Charlotte. Charlotte would be the nine. That looks pretty uh, solid that they're going to have uh, that Atlanta's going to be the ten. And then we're not going to even talk about the matchups since we got a three-way tie for second. It's not even sensible yeah, to even talk really. about anything for those uh, this week. Next week, hopefully, it'll probably be straightened out a little bit more. We've only got uh, less than three weeks to go. It's April 10th is the you know the last day of the mad the you know, finals of the Masters and the end of the NBA season. So that's going to be a good, big sports day and the first weekend of baseball in the West. We have the Clippers, the eighth seed right now, Minnesota seven, but again, we know that they're right behind Denver. We have New Orleans at 10 and the Lakers at nine, and then, uh, you know, but they've got teams right behind them. The seven, uh, seven with the winner of that seven will play Memphis. The winner of the eight, uh, you know, in other words, the loser of that game. In other words, if Minnesota wins that game, they play Memphis, whatever. Uh, the eight uh, is going to play, would play Phoenix. And then uh, Denver and Golden State, Dallas and Utah. We have a couple of NBA notes on Tuesday. Uh, last Tuesday, Kyrie got uh, 60 points against Orlando. And uh, Sadiq Bay then turned around and got 51 against uh, for Detroit against Orlando on Thursday. So Orlando, that's why they're Orlando. And Saturday, LeBron James passed Carl uh, Malone. Uh, he's got three, 36,928 points. And Kareem is still the all-timer at 38,387. So if uh, basically a season of 20, 20 points a game, and if LeBron can pull that off, uh, we'll get him the, uh, the scoring lead all-time. Yeah, he, he should pass Kareem next year, provi- uh, provided there's no major injury. So. That's right. That's right. And uh, any other NBA notes before we move on to hockey? Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas has signed with the Hornets for the rest of the season. So Okay. Oh. And they're saying Ben Simmons now has a herniated disc. He's not yeah. participating in any basketball activity, just trying to rehab his back in there. They're still hoping we, they may see him this year. Probably going to wind up doing surgery, I would think. I hope he's vaccinated anyway. That's good to know. Okay. Now, so we got, uh, so I don't know, Brooklyn kind of, I don't know what they did. They're, I think that they're not going to, I think they're going to rue the day they made this trade. Huh. Okay. In the East, in, in the Atlantic Division, and this is getting crazy in the NHL, Florida with 90. That, that part's kind of settled. They're, they're going to probably finish first. But then you got Tampa Bay, 84, Toronto, 83, and the Bruins, 83. So, uh, you know, it's games in hand and wins and all that that uh, causes these. Uh, that's the way it's listed. So, obviously, anybody could be second through fourth in that division. Bruins have a game against Tampa Bay here. And it seems to me, Rick, Am I imagining things, or the Bruins hardly hardly played Tampa Bay or, or Florida this year? Yeah, it doesn't seem like they've played them. Uh, they seems like they haven't played Toronto much either. Well, I did no. hear that ten, 10 out of the last 20 games that were, are in that division. Yeah, so that's well, it. And, so and both, they're going to be playing a lot Tampa, of big games. Both Tampa Bay and Florida greatly improved themselves uh, yes. with, all, with, all, with all the trades. Right, well, we'll talk about the trades in a minute. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to run down a whole bunch of them. We won't have time, but we will at least right. talk about who, who did better. Right. So there, there we go. The other teams in the division, the also rans Detroit 57, Buffalo 52, Ottawa 49, Montreal 44. They're out of it. As we yeah. know already, the eight playoff teams in the East. The Metropolitan, we have Carolina at 88, the Rangers at 85, and Pittsburgh 85, fighting for that home field, home ice advantage in that series that probably will happen. Washington has improved. They've gotten a little bit closer to the others at 80. Then the others are out. Columbus 67, the Islanders 61, Philadelphia 51, and the... Uh, uh, New Jersey 49. 
In the Central, we have Colorado cruising at 95, Minnesota 78, Nashville 78, St. Louis 77. Their Blues have fallen to fourth place, but not by much, Perry. We have Dallas at 71, Winnipeg at 68, Chicago 53, and uh, Arizona at 44. And in the Pacific, Calgary 84, the Kings are 76, so that's a good lead for uh, the Flames there. Edmonton 75, uh, Vegas 72, Vancouver 68, Anaheim 65, and obviously they've thrown up the white flag with the trades they've made. San Jose 62 and Seattle 44. So in the East, we did, right now, but again, I'm subject to change, but it's not as crazy as... Now, they've got longer to go because they're, they're playing until April uh, 29th. But the right. Bruins would play Florida and Toronto would play Tampa Bay. Right. In, and then Washington would play Carolina and Pittsburgh would play the Rangers right now. Yep. In the West, uh, Vegas would play Colorado. Nashville would play Minnesota. St. Louis would play Calgary and Edmonton would play the Kings. But the wild card standings in the West, St. Louis is the top wild card with 77, Las Vegas 72, and then the ones that will be out right now but still in contention, Dallas at 71, Vancouver 68, Winnipeg 68, and uh, I think we'll throw Anaheim out because they declared themselves out by yeah, no, the trades out. they made. Yeah. So Robert, rather than go through all these individuals and the trades, so what are the uh, thoughts of people and, and whatever you've heard too, Rick? I haven't heard much about yeah. What people first think of, about these trades and who profited and who uh, first, didn't first get enough of all, and all that. In the East, uh, from everything I'm hearing, everybody's impressed with what Florida did by getting Claude Giroux yeah. out of Philadelphia, uh, Tampa Bay getting the guy from uh, from uh, Chicago, uh, Hagelin or Hagelin or however you pronounce his name. Hagelin, yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, the Rangers uh, making all kinds of deals yesterday. Everybody says the New York Rangers have greatly improve themselves uh, in the West of course Marc-Andre Fleury is the biggest name he went from Chicago to Minnesota that fixes their goaltending issue apparently they had in Minnesota the teams did not improve yesterday uh, according to experts were Toronto because they have a real bad goaltending situation and um, the Leafs have always had a bad goaltending situation yes and as many years as I can remember, is Johnny um, Bauer, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and Edmonton Edmonton did not improve their goaltending situation. So, and Vegas has got a lot of injuries, so a lot of people don't think that Vegas is going to hang on to that playoff spot. Mm -hmm. um, so people thought the Bruins did well with that defenseman, though. Didn't yeah, they? I think I, they uh, did. Yeah. I, I guarantee you, as a Sharks fan, I am happy that he's in Boston. He he's been nothing but. <laughs> trouble for a number of years and they and try and glad. send him to an eight-year contract too so they're yeah. going to keep him so yep no they are and and he is going to he's not a scoring defenseman by any means chris no. but uh he brings the toughness that i guess the bruins yeah, he's a big were. guy big guy yeah. and yeah. he's gonna right now he's gonna play with mcavoy who is a scoring defenseman so that's yeah gonna, you know so, that's how they're gonna uh, start so him I, out i think people in boston are gonna be very happy with him so so in the also, east it's seems to me, and just looking at the overall now that the dust has settled from the trading, I think any of those seven teams could win the conference. I mean, I, I see no big differences other than maybe Washington being a bit back and Toronto maybe having the goaltending front. Maybe six of the, the eight, I could I could see any of them winning the conference. Can you, yeah, Robert? No, a, a lot of the coaches in the East say this is wide open. Uh, uh, any, uh, any of those teams can, can walk in and, and win the Stanley Cup. Uh, in the West, it's it's not as cut and dried, 
But in the East, uh, it's so competitive. All the coaches have said any yeah. of those. Can I win. think any of those six teams. I, I think Although, all those series should be great series. You know that you play, except again, Toronto and Washington a little bit below. What were you going to say, Rick? I was just going to say. Well, I think I think Florida is the team to beat in the East because besides yeah. Giroux, they added like three other players. They really oh, have, they yeah, went they, all they, they, they went really, all out here. Yeah, they did. Uh, but I, just a couple of players that signed that I I think were big were. Um, I think um, I think Max Domi is really going to help Carolina too. He was a good signing. Yeah, they got Pitt- him out of Columbus. So yeah, yeah. and then okay. Pittsburgh signed uh, Ricard Raquel, which I think is he's, he's he's not had a great year this year, but it's well, something about they, his they line mates that he's not crazy about or something. They they, they didn't sign him, uh, Rick. They tra- Duck traded Trade. him to the yeah pin- yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and uh, yeah no the Anaheim GM Pat Verveek uh, he went all out yesterday and. Got all kinds of draft picks. Yeah, well, that's what you do if you're gonna yeah. you're gonna sell, sell. You know, get it done. Yeah. You know, yeah. and the Bruins out, I actually saw, signed another defenseman, Josh Brown, who was actually a, a huge guy. Got then, you know, um, Lingholm. They're saying he, he's good size, but he's not a real physical player. This this Josh Brown is a guy I guess that can. Yeah, he's a fighter. Play, I heard. Yeah. Play yeah. out in front of the net and stuff. Yeah. 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 So all in all, so it looks like it's going to be fun in the NHL playoffs, and it's going to be a while until we get to them. We're going to be well into the NBA. They're going to be about three weeks behind the NBA schedule, two weeks behind when they get right. started. But anyway, right. it'll be fun and, and a lot of fights down the, <clears throat> especially for those last playoff spots in the in the West and in the East, just for all positioning, especially in the Atlantic Division. It's going to be crazy. So anyhow. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's about it for uh, the NHL, and probably that's about it for this that's, week. There you go, Sean. Uh, one, one, other thing right. before, one other thing before we get out of here. Quickly. Phil Mickelson is not going to play oh, yeah. in the Masters. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Okay, yeah, I was going to mention. I was holding that to next week, but okay. You got it. I will mention it again. Yeah. But, so, if you miss any of the podcasts or any friends that want to hear it, they can download it, legendoldies.com, or type in Sports Lounge Live in your podcatcher. Tell your smart speaker to play Sports Lines Live from Apple Podcasts or go to 773-572-3006, option number nine. Remember, there will be no Bill Perry and Friends show tomorrow. So until next week, we'll have a final four and we'll be getting closer to the baseball season and who knows what else. So see ya.